1: this show truly is news talk
0: for everyone. Let others know right now that you're tuned into quality news talk that matters. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna
1: Thornton. The broadcast begins now, now, now.
2: Well, good Tuesday evening to you, and welcome to the National Award-winning Family Radio Talk Show, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. Of course, I am Shana, and I am very excited and also honored that you opted to join us live on this Tuesday night. It is January the 10th, 2017. Welcome to the second Tuesday of 2017. We are well on our way into this one phenomenal year. Now, I trust you're having a great year so far. If not, we've got over 300 more days to go, so stay with us. This, okay? I also hope that you're having one productive week. There's been a lot going on in the news, and also know that there's a lot going on at Let's Talk America Radio, and we have one awesome programming year for you, okay? We are just getting started. Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton is a national award winning family radio talk show that offers news talk for every single member of your household, regardless of age or generation. Now, we aim to keep you informed by bringing in the leading experts. Experts, advocates and celebrity guests out there on nearly every topic you can think of. We've had the amazing opportunity to be on the air for three years and we have presented exclusive interviews of course that have covered so many different arenas out there including health, law, politics, education, and pop culture. And again, we have more for you, okay? The ride is just beginning. Right now, I would give you a friendly reminder and ask that you please hashtag LTA radio. Hashtag LTA radio, all caps or lowercase, on your favorite social media website. And let others know that you are tuned in live right now or perhaps you're listening to the replay podcast. Either way, let family, friends, and colleagues know what you are up to right now and talk radio. And if you're on Facebook, we're there as well. If you're on Twitter or Instagram or Snapchat or even Pinterest, we are there. Use hashtag LTA Radio, and we can find you once you use that hashtag, and we will follow back. Know that, okay? Well, everyone, we also have a brand-new website, and it includes so much great information about the latest topics and news out there. Visit LTARadio.com. Again, visit LTA radio.com. Stay connected with us. There's so much great information there. There's also forms where you can submit feedback on your favorite celebrity guests. Maybe we can get them on, okay? We have one great show for you tonight, and it's all about information. And tonight it's about keeping yourself as healthy as possible. Now, are you familiar with the most common human viruses that often get us very sick? And that way we have to miss crucial things such as work or family activities. Well, leading medical expert Dr. Ken Radcliffe, joins us tonight to discuss those nasty bugs, and he also offers tips on how to remain healthy. Listen to the segment with someone you love, especially the kids. Do encourage them to tune in. Also, did you know that more than 64,000 new cases of head and neck cancer will be diagnosed in the U.S. this year alone, while resulting in more than 13,000 deaths? Now, do you know the symptoms? A lot of people simply don't. It's not talked about a whole lot, that type of cancer. Well, stay with us tonight as medical expert Dr. Michael Gibson and Carly O'Brien join us to break all of this down, okay? Knowledge is very key. And lastly, more than 190,000 people in the U.S. are affected by Hodgkin lymphoma, and experts at the forefront of cancer research are exploring new ways to work directly with patients' immune system to fight cancers such as Hodgkin lymphoma. And you know what? Oncologist and hematologist Dr. Jonathan Cohen joins us exclusively tonight to discuss the burden of this disease and the latest research from the 58th annual meeting of the American Society of Hematology. And that's where the world's uh, premier hematology uh, research is often presented. So you want to stay with us, okay? It's all about your health tonight. And information is so critical. If you don't know, how can you ever really truly get the help you deserve? And remember our health can change at any given moment. That's why health news is so important to spotlight, and that's why we do it here on Let's Talk America radio show. Now, you know, we always offer timely news, great talk, and also amazing music, and I'm so excited to present the music of the one and only Billy Bradley and Heart of Worship, okay? It's their brand new single, and it will air closer to the end of the program. It's not a very long program tonight. We're going to be on shortly, but it's going to be jam-packed, so right now, I would kindly ask that you message all of your family, friends, colleagues, even your next-door neighbor in the apartment building. Let them know that LTA Radio is broadcasting now, and we are offering information that's aimed to change your life, to keep you informed in a rather simple way, but one way that works for your very busy lifestyle, okay? So stay with us, everyone. We're set to kick the show off now, okay? Happy 2017. Happy Tuesday. Happy January. And know that our signature in the news will air in mere minutes, and that's where, of course, we. Spotlight the latest trending news of the hour, and it has been one jam-packed hour. It's been one well jam-packed week thus far. Stay with us. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton Radio, where we offer news, talk, and music. Hey, you want to bring your career to the next level? Call United Medical and Business Institute now. 866-304-UMBI and enroll today. You can be certified in less than a year. If you've always wanted to get into the healthcare field or you want to make more money, this is your chance.
1: UMBI is MARTA accessible and offers flexible
2: class schedules. Financial assistance available for those who qualify. Call eight six six three zero 304 umbi or visit them on the web at umbi.edu. Your future is only a call away.
0: United Medical and Business Institute for your goal become your reality
2: hi this is shirley and we just love listening to let's talk america with host shayna thornton
1: hi my name is kovara and i listen to let's talk america hi my name is nicole Dodd, and i'm tuning in every tuesday at 7 30 to let's talk america with host shayna thornton this is audrey and i'm listening to let's talk america with shayna thornton this is such an awesome show if you're not connected you really need to be
2: Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. As always, I'd like to acknowledge our national sponsors and partners. The support is priceless. Now, if you're with an organization, for-profit or nonprofit, and you are looking for innovative ways to market your branding, do reach out to a member of the Let's Talk America radio team. The quickest way is by email. Simply email us at admin at ltaradio.com. Again, reach out to us over email at A-D-M-I-N at L-T-A-Radio.com and we will get right back to you. Okay? Thank you so much. Now, I'd be remiss if I did not acknowledge and thank and send kudos to our dedicated listeners. Thanks for all that you do. Many of you tune in live each and every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you can't, you often go back and listen to the replay podcast. Thank you so much for that and for also telling your family, friends, and colleagues about your family radio talk show. Remember, we aim to keep you informed on a weekly basis, and we are just getting started for 2017. Do know that. And if you happen to have just jumped onto the program and you want to listen to the beginning section of this program, or you simply want to listen to any episode again, no worries. That's why we're out there on the various media outlets where you can listen to podcast episodes, okay? We are certainly on Blog Talk Radio, as you probably already know. We're also out there on iTunes if you happen to have an Apple phone or on SoundCloud and tune in. We're out there on all of them. So simply put our name in your favorite search engine or I'll save you a few seconds. Visit ltaradio.com. All right, everyone. We are set to present our signature in the news. And this is where we highlight the top trending news of the hour. Please know that SCB TV, Channel 182 News out of Georgia, and Let's Talk America Radio have joined forces. Okay, where we present the televised edition of In the News each and every week. The quickest way to get that footage is to visit LTAradio.com. LTAradio.com. I know I may sound like a broken record, but that website really will help you on so many angles when it comes to Let's Talk America Radio. Once you're on the site, simply click on the Vimeo link and you can watch all of our televised editions of In the News. Okay, certainly check us out. And we're excited to be with TV Channel 182 News. Well, let's get started for in the news in the news deadly airport shooting Now, according to authorities, a 26-year-old New Jersey native and Army veteran flew to the Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood International Airport to carry out a deadly shooting attack in the airport. Now, the perpetrator's motive remains unclear at this point. Federal prosecutors have filed charges against the shooter who was caught on camera this past Friday during a shooting rampage that ultimately killed five people and injured others. He could face a death penalty in Florida if he is convicted. Now, federal authorities have not ruled out terrorists In Friday's attack, it is being reported that the perpetrator reached out to the FBI in November of 2016 and told them that the Islamic State, known as ISIS, had taken control of his mind. In the news, Golden Globes in the spotlight. Now, award-winning actress Meryl Streep tucked to the stage at the 2017 Golden Globes awards ceremony over the weekend and made what many interpreted as anti-Trump remarks. She did not cite him by name, but President-elect Donald Trump did respond to her on Twitter by saying she was an overrated actress and didn't know him personally. In the news, presidential farewell address. President Barack Obama will give his farewell address to the nation in prime time tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Reports say that the president's intention is to motivate people. Now, will you be watching? Let us know on Twitter. Our handle there is S.S. Thornton. And lastly, in the news, new national champions. Well, Clemson Tigers are the new national college football champions. It's been a long road, and the school hasn't held the title since 1981. But the Tigers have something to smile about this week. They defeated Alabama Crimson Tide 35-31. to 31. Go, Clemson Tigers. Well, everyone, this concludes tonight's edition of In the News. But do stay with Let's Talk America Radio. If you're a news junkie or you simply enjoy being informed because it is critical, join us on Twitter, okay? We love sharing news stories 24 hours a day there. Our handle, again, on Twitter is S-S-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. Or if you're on Twitter, just use the hashtag l. Radio, And you should be able to find us. Okay, everyone. Well, in mere seconds, we're going to speak exclusively with a leading doctor who wants us to know the differences between the common human viruses that get us sick. The big bad flu. Does he get blamed for everything, perhaps? Or maybe we're saying it's the stomach flu. Does that really exist? The one and only Dr. Ken Redcross is going to let us know facts from fiction. Stay with us. You're listening to Let's Talk America Radio, where we offer news, talk, and music.
0: Bold Favor Magazine is the leadership
2: lifestyle magazine highlighting bold people, organizations, and causes that inspire us to live fearlessly. Feature your business to our email list of 250,000 people all over the globe and on our engaged social media platforms. Bold Favor prides itself on pairing your business with empowering articles and profiles to ensure
0: you are seen and appreciated by people who want to support you. And bonus, advertise with us to feature your product on television programs produced by our
2: parent company at no additional cost. Visit boldfavormagazine.com or call 866 611 3753 to get started today. The future favors the bold. Be fearless. Welcome back, everyone. You are tuned in to your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. It is now time for our signature inspirational statement for tonight, and this is where we highlight one pretty motivational quote that's intended to get you through your week. And tonight the quote says, The expert in anything was once a beginner. Again, the statement for tonight for our inspirational quote is, The expert in anything was once a beginner, and this statement is simple, it's obvious, And it's also powerful. So no matter where you are in life, maybe you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, maybe you're even in your 80s, right? And you're thinking about starting something new, uh, venturing off and starting a new hobby. Go right ahead and do it. No matter your age, your generation, or where you're supposed to be in life, as you may see it, every well-known expert, advocate, whatever you want to call it, has certainly started at the beginning, okay? Set your own boundaries. Set your own limits. Don't allow anyone else to do that and maybe you want to not even set any limits, whatever it is, but take the labels away and beginner will soon turn into an expert, and advocate of however you see fit to do it, okay? Keep a positive mindset. You've got one life, make it exceptional. Well, we want to put our focus tonight on exceptional health. And Dr. Ken Redcross is going to speak with us exclusively about those common human viruses that get us sick. He's going to tell us what's real and what's probably not real that maybe we've been told all our lives. You're listening to LTA Radio. This is Atlanta-based gospel singer Davina Williams. You can find me at www.davinawilliams.wix.com slash gospel singer. And you are listening to Let's Talk America with hosts, Shane
1: Authority.
2: Welcome back listeners to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Now, you know here in the program, we put the spotlight on the issues and topics that concern you and every single member of your household, and what matters more than your health. Now, just because we are in the flu season, those flu-like symptoms you're experiencing may not be from the flu after all. It could be something else, and knowing the difference between the season's commonly caught viruses can help you be more vigilant when it comes to intervention strategies. Now, I'm so excited right now to have a gentleman who knows a thing or two about those uh, bugs and the other conditions. I'm talking about the one and only Dr. Ken Red Cross, a board certified internal medicine physician and founder of Red Cross Concierge. Welcome Dr. Red Cross back to the program.
0: Thank you Shayna. thanks for having me. Good evening to everyone out there.
2: Thank you for being on with us. Now the flu, we've heard some cases pop up here and there. It doesn't seem yes. to be huge rampant influx of influenza yet and we're thankful for that but there are other things out there now if we touch our partner or spouse or even our kids and they feel warm should we automatically assume hey it's the flu or they're really sick?
0: No not at all. In fact Shana that's why it was so important for me to be on with you guys tonight because we are in the middle and the throes of flu with flu season or influenza, but it is important to understand that there are some other viruses out there that kind of masquerade as the flu and that they're all similar and that they can all present with fever. So when we talk about influenza, that's the one that we all know pretty much well about, right? We know that the CDC says that it costs our society about $87 billion a year. We also need to remember that the flu season is from October all the way out to May. So, Shana, it's important that since we're through Thanksgiving or when Christmas comes in the New Year, that is not the time for us to let our hair down. We need to continue to be, what I like to say, virus vigilant. Okay. The other thing we need to keep in mind is that even though we're in past Thanksgiving at this point, it's still not too late to get your flu vaccine. I know it can be controversial, but the flu vaccine is not only about protecting you from influenza or the flu, but it's also about preventing the dreaded complication of the flu, which okay. is pneumonia. Now, as we think about the signs of symptoms to make sure that we can separate influenza from some of the other viruses that we'll touch upon, when you're thinking of the flu, we're talking about fevers, chills, and those body aches. The body aches, Shane, are what really clues me into the fact that we are likely dealing with influenza. Now, when you get these symptoms, you wanna make sure that you call your doctor as soon as you can, because time is of the essence. Because if you see us within the first 48 hours or so, there are some things that we can write with our prescription pad. But to be honest, Shana, my patients don't usually make it in there in time because they're trying to figure out if their symptoms are a cold or if it's the flu. And if that's the case, luckily there is a homeopathic ingredient out there called Oscillococcinum. See, I always mention ocilococcinum because, number one, it meets my test of staying closer to the earth. Okay. And I like the fact that the studies have shown that it decreases the severity and the duration of flu-like symptoms when taken within the first 24 to 48 hours. There's also some data that shows that ocilococcinum actually led to a 60% clearly improved or total resolution of flu-like symptoms when started. So it's also important to think about vitamin D and C. Now, vitamin D, you may remember, Shana, I am a huge fan of vitamin D. And, in fact, there's a group called the Organic and Natural Health Association. They have a website at thepowerofd.org, and you can actually order your own self-test kits for home, which makes things a lot easier as well. So when we talk about influenza, hopefully everyone has a good, clear idea of what the symptoms are and some of the things that we can do for influenza.
2: I love it. You're talking about influenza, and you also mentioned some other bugs that can pop up. I want to go back to the temperature, right, when we touch our kids often or even our spouse or partner and we say they're really heated. But I've heard that some physicians like yourself will say, a fever, Shana, is not always a bad thing. But tell us this, you know, for many parents out there, especially when we have our toddlers, we, we know that the body's trying to fight it off, but we often hear that if someone can get too hot or overheated, it could possibly cause brain damage. Is there truth to that?
0: No, not at all. Keep in mind, it's so hard to see our little ones that they're feeling under the weather and they have this temperature. But, you know, fevers are the the God's good sign of letting us know that something is brewing, something is not right. So it lets us know that, yes, there's a virus or a bacteria. But the other thing, a fever cannot cause brain damage because your body is able to equip itself to make sure that it does certain things to deal with fever. For instance, you start sweating. So, therefore, you start sweating, which is another response, and then you get the thirst reflex, so therefore, you want to start drinking. So, there is this wonderful cycle that makes sure that you do not get any brain damage because you have a a little area in your brain called the hypothalamus, which is, in a sense, the thermostat to the body, which makes sure it starts having some compensation to make sure that that can never happen. The other thing, Shannon, that's key is that fevers are not contagious. Don't forget, fevers are just warning signs that we have something going on, but it just lets us know that we need to start getting treatment soon as we can so that we can get on top of these things. I see.
2: So, I mean, I know you're saying that fevers aren't necessarily a bad thing as an indicator and especially our young children that something's wrong, but I know the pediatricians do seem to emphasize, at least for myself and my husband as a spouse, that you don't want it to go too high, Right.
0: Well, it's also about the height. So yes, when you get the temperatures that are high, like the 102s and the 103s, those are things that we're not comfortable with. But you know, it's the time of the temperature. I'm sorry, the amount of the temperature. But the big key is how long we're having these temperatures. If it's two to three days out, then we are not really addressing the problem and we need to get on top of that. Now, as we talk about influenza, I need to mention another virus. This one is called... The norovirus. The norovirus is the number one cause of gastroenteritis in adults and kids in the United States. And I'd love to mention this one, Shannon, because this is the one that everyone says, you know, I've kind of heard of it, but I don't think I know about it. And I'm here to tell everyone you do because this is a virus that shuts down cruise ships. This is the Uh virus that shuts down daycares, daycare stands, and everyone says, oh, that's the virus. (laughs) And so that is the one, the norovirus. It is highly contagious and especially Uh in close quarters. The big thing here, Shannon, vomiting, and diarrhea. So the hallmark of therapy here is making sure that we stay hydrated with water. If water is not your thing, consider coconut water, even if you need that flavor, because coconut water has the potassium and sodium that's necessary to replenish the fluid that you're losing when you're vomiting and having diarrhea. And about half of people with the norovirus will also have fever. So that's why I wanted to bring that up during our discussion. And last but not least, We also have the Coxsackie virus. Now, this is another one that's interesting because the Coxsackie virus is one that people think they haven't heard of, but this is the one that causes the hand, foot, and mouth disease. Oh, yes. (laughs) You see that as a blistering rash around the hands, the feet, and the mouth, and you typically see this in kids under the age of 10. Many Christina, parents recognize brought, those symptoms. Oh, <laughs> exactly, that you could recognize. Now, I brought it up this time because even though we think about it in kids, there was actually an outbreak over at one of the um, colleges in Florida because oh, there was wow. an outbreak of college kids that actually came down with the Coxsackie virus. So it is for us to really kind of keep an eye on. It has that rash, and it also has that fever. Now, the hallmark of therapy for the Coxsackie virus, you want to really manage the fever and manage the fluid. thank God it usually is self-limited, meaning that it goes away on its own. But once again, these are viruses that can present very similarly, and you want to make sure you're at least educated on the signs and symptoms of each so you know when to get in and see it.
2: Now, Dr. Rick Ross, you eloquently described all three of those viruses, starting with the influenza, then uh, going to norovirus, which many people term as the stomach uh, flu. We'll get to that in a second. But even though these are viruses, and I have many friends and colleagues that will say, well, a virus would just work itself out of your body. And I know you said you just want to stay hydrated for a lot of it and uh, make sure the temperature is not too extreme. But would you still recommend that our listeners see a physician or a provider, right, and not say, well, I'll just let the flu work itself out on its own?
0: Yeah, and especially if you're having these symptoms for over two to three days. In other words, we always get these common colds and so forth, and these are things that we get, whether it be a runny nose or what have you. But the good thing is that there's so much information out there with a lot of the things that you can actually get over the counter. We talked about, uh, for instance, vitamin D. Everyone is learning that there's been some research that shows those who are low in vitamin D may actually be more susceptible to the flu is that there's also ocelococcinum that we mentioned earlier. That's right in any grocery store or pharmacy. So a lot of these things that I always like to say, Shana, that are closer to the earth and can help us at the beginning of these signs and symptoms are there for us. We just need to know about them and really start them early. I
2: love that. And I want to go to norovirus. And I know many people who refer to it as the stomach flu, if right. you will. Uh, is it really the flu of the stomach or not quite?
0: Not at all. It's just kind of a misnomer. We just always say that because it makes us feel crummy just like the flu does, but it has nothing at all to do with influenza. It's a totally separate virus on its own, but that's why I always love to bring it up because everyone always says, really? There's no relationship? I thought it was just the flu in my stomach, but yeah. no, it can make you feel bad, but no, no relationship.
2: And I know there are lots of different GI issues that can pop up, but this is a virus, right? So this is not to be confused with anything that could come from food poisoning or eating a bad batch of food, right?
0: Oh, my gosh, great point, Shane. I should have mentioned that. You are so right. Yes, food poisoning is a totally different thing, everyone. Food poisoning tends to be from staph aureus. Now, that is a bacteria. Staph aureus is a a bacteria that can secrete a toxin. And what happens is that you're at that family picnic, and guess what? You're going to go over there and get that potato salad, and there's staph aureus and toxin all over it, and you don't know, and you eat it, and about two hours later, you are having some major GI issues. Now, that's a bacteria, and that is amenable to antibiotics, meaning antibiotics can help that particular situation. But the viruses we talked about today, influenza, the norovirus, and the Coxsackie virus, they do not Respond to antibiotics. So when you go see your doctor, don't be discouraged if they've okay. diagnosed one of these and feel that um, you just need to make sure you stay hydrated and stay rested.
2: You're listening to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America, and we're on with the one and only board-certified internal physician, internal medicine physician, Dr. Ken Redcross. He's a friend of the show. He's breaking down all of those nasty bugs that tend to plague us during these cooler weather and the temps that are going on right now throughout the U.S. Now, I want to go back to kids because many of our listeners, Dr. Redcross, have children. Now, I know when you said that when you talk about the fevers associated with these viruses, you're saying, watch the fever. Fevers aren't always a bad thing, but you as a physician get a little concerned when it can go over 102 or 103. Many parents are confused on the dosing of fever medication that are over the counter because a lot of pediatricians or even family physicians or internal medicine uh, physicians like yourself will say, hey, use Tylenol, use ibuprofen. And a lot of times I think that physicians or providers assume parents know which dose to use. But it becomes a little confusing for a lot of us parents because when you look on the back, they have two things. They have the age and the weight. Which one do you use, Dr.
0: Red Cross? Yeah, this is a great point. You know, there was a study, Shana, that showed that half of parents also give the incorrect dose when it comes to fever medications and cold medicines. because you're right, everyone doesn't know how to go about it. I always say you want to go by your child's weight. When you're taking medication, depending on your weight, we break things down differently. So go by the weight, not so much the age because we know nowadays kids are a lot bigger than we were when we were growing up um, as far as in their age, but you really want to get that weight measurement to make sure it's the most accurate
2: great information. Before you leave us, I know uh, we've had physicians like yourself on, and they keep talking about the pillars of health, and I know you're a huge advocate of those pillars also, one being diet, two, exercise, and then I just realized this from a pulmonologist, sleep being one of those. How can those three components help us battle any of the viruses you mentioned and other potential viruses during this flu season or a season where we tend to get sick sometimes by staying inside more?
0: Yeah, sleep is of utmost importance. Keep in mind, our bodies go through so much stress throughout the day. Sleep is when our body gets a chance to recharge and to get our immune system back in play to be able to deal with what we have to face the next day and the day after that. So sleep is supremely important. And we're talking at least seven to eight hours a day. I know we're not all getting it, but it's very elusive for us, but we need to really make a concerted effort to do so because this makes a difference in our health.
2: And, you know, Dr. Red Cross, there's someone out there right now I know in Atlanta, Georgia, that's saying, well, you know, I don't sleep well, I just don't, and it's something I'm dealing with, and there's nothing I can do about it. But I know as a physician you would say that you've got to address your sleep deprivation, right? You can't just think it, think of it as okay because our parents tend to say, well, the older you get, you're not going to sleep well anyway, Right.
0: No, you're right. I mean, you really need to take control of your life. Keep in mind that when you're not getting sleep, your immune system is affected by that. So at that point, you're starting to make yourself more susceptible to disease and to illnesses. And that's something that everyone doesn't think about when they say, oh, doc, I'm so busy, I don't have time. No, sleep should be a part of your life, and you need to take advantage of that and make sure you take control of that.
2: And that's so important. And then I hate to say this, but I'm going back to my kindergarten class. Washing our hands this time of year, I know, is very critical.
0: It is probably the utmost importance, Shana, especially when we talked about the norovirus being highly infectious, influenza, and the Coxsackie virus also. All of these debates is that a good hand-washing regimen is important. Once again, getting back to your kindergarten class and to what mom always says, you wash your hands and everyone knows you always listen to mom and she's right. (laughs) So make sure you're doing that often and every time you think about it, doing it again.
2: Great information always having you on, Dr. Red Cross. Where can our national and international listeners go for more information about everything you mentioned today that will keep us healthy this time of year?
0: Absolutely, please. My website is drredcross.com. You can reach out to me on Twitter, which is at Dr. Red Cross, and even on Facebook, which is Ken Red Cross, MD.
2: Thank you, Dr. Red Cross, for joining us here on Let's Talk America Radio. Thank you, Shana. This nigga left like a metal radio. Stay tuned, man. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Now, here on the program, we put the spotlight on the issues that concern you and what matters more than your health. We all know that. Now, you should know that each year here in the U.S., there are 64,000 new cases of head and neck cancer. Of course, this is a very serious condition any time we hear of any serious medical disease, but especially cancer. Many of you have written into the show expressing your concern over it, and head and neck cancer is something I don't hear a lot about, but I'm glad right now that we have two individuals on that have worked in this field for a long time. One, I'm talking about Dr. Michael Gibson and also Carly O'Brien. She's a caregiver coordinator. Welcome the two of you to Let's Talk America Radio. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for being on. Dr. Gibson, my first question to you. Many people have not really heard of head and neck cancer. Explain what it is.
3: Yes, you're you're right. It is uh, perhaps a uh, little... um little-known uh, cancer, however, as you said, it's uh, over 60,000 uh, patients uh, per year in the U.S. Uh, get this. Yeah. Uh, I think of it uh, as really a cancer of any of the structures that you would see uh, in the head and neck region outside of the brain. So, for example, uh, cancer of the tongue, the lip, uh, okay. voice box, uh, and uh, uh, and other structures in that area.
2: Wow. Now, tell me the symptoms of it because, you know, that's one thing that many of us in the non-medical community want to know. What should we be aware of? And if it shows up, how should we speak to a medical professional?
3: Yes, absolutely. There are some uh, general symptoms which might involve weight loss and fatigue, but as you know, that's uh, hard to be uh, too specific about the causes of that. Uh, Focusing in on the head and neck, Folks might show up with a hoarse voice, uh, swollen glands in the neck, okay. uh, difficulty swallowing, even a lesion on the tongue, which may be painful or might uh, bleed. And uh, if you have that, it's a good idea to chat with uh, your doctor about, uh, about uh, investigating those issues.
2: Wow, and sounds pretty serious. Thank you for eloquently explaining the condition. Let's focus now on some possible solutions. Where are we right now in the uh, battle against head and neck cancer?
3: So uh, it's very encouraging. The death rate for head and neck cancer is decreasing overall. So that okay. is something we can be very encouraged about. Uh, in addition, for those patients that uh, are not able to be cured, we have uh, new therapies that we call targeted therapies. Uh, yes. And In addition, uh, immunotherapies have most recently been, uh, been developed for this type of cancer.
2: Wow. And I know, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's something called immune oncology, if I'm correct, where it's really in a sense sort of like customized medicine, right?
3: Yeah, it's, uh, that's right. So the way that the, uh, oh, I guess what I'll call the, I call them the new immunotherapies, they're not vaccines per se. Uh, okay. They're drugs which uh, sort of trick uh, the patient's own immune system into attacking their tumor. Okay.
2: Wow. But I want to emphasize something, and I know you being the expert can do it better than I could. For our listeners right now in San Diego, California, and they'll say, well, you know, um, my cousin had that, and and that worked for them, so it should work for me. How important is it that we understand our bodies are very different, right? The treatment that could work for you, Dr. Gibson, may not
3: work for me. Yeah, that's a a very insightful and uh, incredibly important uh, point. Uh, As you know, every human being... Uh, and their cancer interacts uh, in a different way. Uh, yes. as such, uh, it makes sense that not every drug will work in any individual patient. Okay. So the specifics of treating and picking therapies, of course, are are, are 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 taking those into account and discussing this with with an oncologist and which drugs to choose.
2: And I think what's important, too, and I say this not just about cancer, um, but about diabetes or, or lupus or whatever condition, your physician or team of physicians will have everything that concerns you and know your conditions and other underlying issues. And others may not have that going on, right?
3: Yeah, correct. It's often, and I imagine that you've come across this, that you hear that a family member or a friend had a certain type of cancer and got yes. you know various therapies and they worked or they didn't work. but. Although it's compelling to to think that that may apply to you, if you're the one with cancer, the only way to know about your situation is to talk to your physician.
4: That's
2: right. That's so important. I want to right now turn my sights to you, Carly O'Brien. I know you're a caregiver coordinator. You've worked um, in that area for a while now, expert in it. For those with head and neck cancer or cancer in general, explain to our national and international audience, Carly, the challenges they face with caregivers because, I mean, we've heard some pretty tough stories about it, but I know uh, you've seen all
5: angles of it, right? Right. And head and neck cancer impacts the whole family. It affects every person who's involved in supporting somebody with head and neck cancer. Um, The nature of the disease itself um, can create some real difficult symptoms and side effects, as Dr. Gibson mentioned, you know, things like challenges with swallowing, eating, eating, even things like communicating so uh, the caregivers are often very involved in helping the patient to sort of navigate a new normal as we call it adjusting to those changes and potential losses figuring out ways to sort of modify their everyday life to maximize their life and their experience um, but the caregivers take on a lot of responsibility in helping to advocate for the patient and getting yes. them from point A to point B so they really wear a lot of different and, and caregiving can be a thankless job, so we want to acknowledge all the caregivers out there as well.
2: Absolutely, and I think having a great caregiver is really a gift for many people who ever have been sick or have witnessed individuals being sick. Right now, Carly, before you all leave us, let's talk about the emotions of being a caregiver because I think there's a lot of emphasis, obviously, on the uh, physical part of it, which we know has its challenges. But for that person that is sick, obviously, for most people at some point, I would imagine that fear comes up in that cycle of grieving or just coping, right? I mean, what does that look like for a caregiver to deal with that fear We're here she may be dealing with fear themselves, that they may lose someone they love dearly.
5: Absolutely. Fear is one of the most common emotions that comes up when any cancer diagnosis comes into play, especially a, a lesser-known cancer like head and yeah. neck cancer. So caregivers feel fearful, they feel uncertain about the future, and sometimes they don't feel like they have a place where they can put those feelings, so it can also be quite isolating. Most people will ask the patient how they're doing and how they're handling things, but people don't often ask the caregiver what it's been like for them, so we just want to encourage caregivers to to find a place, whether it's a professional organization, a social worker at their treatment center, that they can talk to about what it's like for them to help process those emotions that do come up that are very normal and expected, but to help them wrap their heads around that and and get a little bit more comfortable with them.
2: Yes, and it's so critical that they uh, can be the best they can be, of course, to offer their assistance to that loved one. But, Gibson, before we leave, of course, you are a a medical expert. Where do you see uh, we being with the battle of head and neck cancer in ten years.
3: I think uh, two areas uh, which are our major goals. Of course, uh, everyone, including patients, family members, and their healthcare team, wants a cure, and yes. so a cure is key. But in addition, and as Carly pointed out, uh, the cancer of the head and neck, and in particular the treatments that we provide, often affect very important functions like swallowing. Uh, breathing, uh, yes. and talking. So if we're able to, uh, while improving uh, the outcome for patients, reducing the impact on uh, these very important functions, that would be a second, second goal for our, for our future.
2: Wow, very important, certainly. Quality, and, of course, uh, sometimes it comes down to lack of death. Thank you, Dr. Gibson and Carly, for joining us. Dr. Gibson, where can our national and international listeners go for more information about everything the two of you spoke about tonight?
3: Yes, thank you. Two very reliable uh, websites. Number one is uh, related to the National Cancer Institute, and that site is cancer.gov. And the second I would uh, suggest is uh, for the National Comprehensive Cancer Network, and that is simply nccn.org.
2: Thank you so much, and thank you for uh, your assistance with explaining head and neck cancer on Let's Talk America Radio.
4: Take care. Thank you.
5: Are you looking for a family-based radio talk show that addresses the relevant issues and concerns of today? You have found the right option. Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton is your award-winning radio talk show that's for every member of the family. Check out our brand-new website by visiting www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com. Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton is talk radio with substance. Tune in.
2: Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Now, here on the program, we put the spotlight on the issues that concern you and what matters more than your health. Now, experts at the forefront of cancer research are exploring ways to work directly with patients' immune systems to fight cancers such as Hodgkin lymphoma, which affects 190,000 people in the U.S., Uh, Joining us tonight, fresh off the heels of the 58th Annual Meeting of the American Society of Hematology, the world's premier event in hematology, is oncologist and hematologist Dr. Jonathan Cohen. He's here to speak about the new immuno-oncology research and other breakthrough research for people living with lymphoma. Welcome to the program, Doctor.
4: Hi there. It's great to be with you.
2: Thank you. Now, we hear the word cancer thrown around a lot. We know that. But explain what exactly is Hodgkin lymphoma and how does it impact the body?
4: Sure. So Hodgkin lymphoma is a cancer of the blood cells that make up the body's immune system. It is most frequently encountered in the lymph nodes of the body. So sometimes patients can have swollen lymph nodes in their neck or under their arms, for example. However, because these are blood cells, they can go to any part of the body, and so um, patients can sometimes be found to have disease elsewhere. Wow. Now, what are the risk factors for this disease? So, unfortunately, for most patients, we don't know why it is that they developed the disease. But in some rare instances, we can point to viruses that they may have been exposed to, like the HIV virus or sometimes Epstein-Barr.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. And from your research, I'm sure if this can hit anyone, but is there an age group or a gender that's
4: more effective than others when you look at the research? So, when we see Hodgkin patients, they can be anywhere from adolescents all the way up to elderly patients. One of the challenges though with this particular disease is that there are a large percentage of patients with Hodgkin lymphoma that are younger, meaning that are in their teenage or young adult years. Uh, And this is a challenge because many of these are patients that are just starting their careers, just starting their families, and it can be a significant burden for them and for their loved ones.
2: Wow. Now, I know you said sometimes they can be swollen lymph nodes um, under the neck or the armpits. Are there any other uh, symptoms or visible symptoms or maybe physical uh, signs that someone listening in right now should be aware of?
4: So in some cases, there's not a lot of symptoms, and so that's where it's very important for patients to have regular follow-up with their primary care physician. But some symptoms that we do worry about, uh, again, include the swollen lymph nodes uh, as well as unexplained fevers, so those fevers that are not clearly associated with an infection, as well as drenching night sweats, uh, weight loss, and some patients actually will describe an itching sensation that is uh, unusual. Uh, certainly any, un- any unexpected symptoms should prompt patients to seek medical attention for further evaluation.
2: I see, so you've uh, eloquently described the uh, issue for us. Thank you for that. Now tell us about the recent research presented at the 2016 ASH annual meeting.
4: Absolutely, so this was a very exciting meeting for me as a researcher and also for patients. Fortunately, most patients with Hodgkin lymphoma will be cured with currently available chemotherapy. That's roughly 75% of patients. But for the 25% of patients that are not cured uh, with with standard therapy, new treatments are needed, and there were significant advances for those patients that were described at the recent meeting, especially in the area of immuno-oncology. I see.
2: So we have some, certainly some good news there. And I would imagine, I don't want to put this in your mouth, but are more individuals surviving this uh, cancer than in previous years?
4: Yes. So in addition to those patients that are cured with initial therapy, there are more patients with relapsed lymphoma that are living longer than ever before. So oh, in wow. the past, there were patients that would have uh, Hodgkin lymphoma and might unfortunately relapse. And there were some options at that time, including potentially a stem cell transplant, but for patients that relapse after a transplant or who aren't able to get transplant, there were limited options and often those patients had uh, shortened survival. And while we still have challenges with curing those patients with relapsed disease, many of them are responding to therapies such as immunotherapy uh, for a long time and able to feel well and live live a, a, a meaningful life for a much longer period of time.
2: I love that. And immunotherapy, now you're the medical expert, I'm not, but I'm assuming in a lot of ways is that what uh, layman terms would be personalized medicine that kind of fits the body?
4: Uh, I believe to some extent you're exactly right. So what we are doing with immunotherapy is trying to have the patient's own immune system target the cancer. So Hodgkin lymphoma, when we look at it under the microscope, is really a few cancer cells surrounded by a number of cells from the patient's immune system. But the cancer turns off the immune system. That's part of how it attacks the body. And so okay. by administering these medications, we're able to turn the immune system back on so that it recognizes the lymphoma and can take it out.
2: Wow. So it sounds like we have made some uh, great advances in the world of Hodgkin lymphoma with research and even treatment options. Uh, how do you feel in terms of hopeful for the future with more research? Are we headed on the right path perhaps for even more um, advances
4: or individual surviving or even possibly a cure? Yes, so I think this is very much a time to be hopeful, uh, especially in the setting of of Hodgkin lymphoma. Right now, uh, as of the end of 2016, patients with relapsed Hodgkin lymphoma who received these agents are unlikely to be cured with the drug by itself, but there are a lot of combinations being investigated and other even more uh, approaches that hopefully will increase the percentage of patients that we're able to cure even in the relapse setting.
2: Okay, wow. And I know this may be an obvious answer for you, but for us uh, that are not very familiar with the research of cancer, uh, when we speak of other cancers, such as breast cancer um, or ovarian cancer, often they will say there can be a family genetic component to it. Um, but when it comes to Hodgkin lymphoma, I know you say anyone can get it, especially adolescents and young people, but is there a genetic disposition that if your mom had it, you may get it?
4: So that's a question that a lot of my pa- uh, my patients ask as well. Right now, uh, there is not a specific gene that we can identify that runs in families that could potentially be tested. And so okay. when I have patients with lymphoma, the most important recommendation I have for them is to have their family members follow up with their primary care physician on a regular basis to be assessed for symptoms. We do sometimes see. see that this can run in families, but as opposed to breast cancer, as you mentioned, we don't have a gene or a specific test that we can do to identify who's at risk.
2: Okay, Uh, and and I'm just also assuming that a simple uh, blood test, if there are symptoms, would confirm that someone does have Hodgkin lymphoma?
4: In some instances, yes, it can lead us down that path, but in some instances, the blood work actually can be normal, and so when we have a patient with concerning signs or symptoms, yeah. The most, most important thing we can do at that point is to obtain a biopsy so that the pathologist can look under the microscope and see exactly what's going on.
2: I see. Great information, Dr. Cohen, keeping us up to date on our health, and we're all connected as one. Where can our national listeners go for more information about all of the research and uh, treatment options you mentioned today?
4: So I, I recommend that any patients with lymphoma themselves or who, or who have a loved one with lymphoma should start by having an open, honest discussion with their treating oncologist. Often they will be able to speak more specifically to whether or not one of these approaches may be appropriate for them. However, for those patients that are interested in learning more about this field in general, I typically recommend the Lymphoma Research Foundation, which is uh, okay. found at lymphoma.org or the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society at LLS.org. Both of those foundations have outstanding information uh, prepared by experts in the field uh, and also can help patients connect with other patients throughout the country.
2: Wow, I love that. Dr. Jonathan Cohen, thank you so much for joining us here on Let's Talk America Radio. My pleasure. Thank
4: you. Hello, everyone.
1: I'm LaCosta Matthews from Columbia, South Carolina, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shana Thornton. Hi, I'm Nikki Smith. I'm in Dallas, Texas, and I love listening to Let's Talk America with Shana Thornton. I love the fact that it's a family-friendly show, and it has great guests. It has great music submissions, and I think she's doing a wonderful job. And I will continue to support it, and I encourage you to as well. Thank you, and have a blessed day. Hey, how you doing? This is L. Hustle from Detroit, Michigan. You're now tuning into Let's Talk America with your host Shana Thornton. Carol from Atlanta, Georgia, and I listen to Let's Talk America with Shayna Thornton.
2: Welcome back, everyone. What a show tonight on Tuesday, January the 10th, 2017. And we are just getting started for this year, and it's going to be one phenomenal year. Hey, send us feedback. Let us know what you thought of the show tonight or if you have any show suggestions. The quickest way to do that is visit ltaradio.com. Visit lta Radio.com And there on the top menu bar, you will see a contact tab. Simply click there and let us know what you think. We'd love to hear from you. Remember to use hashtag LTA Radio, all caps or lowercase, at any point if you're listening to me live now or if you happen to listen to the Replay podcast. We'd love to know when you are tuned in, okay, and we do follow that. Well, everyone, we aim to keep you informed, and the quickest way to do that is getting you the information in a very responsible way. And always remember that here on LTA Radio, we aim for quality and professional news talk, okay. There's a lot of news talk. Shows out there, but not everyone has the same mission, and we truly aim to do that. Well, you know, we love timely news, great talk, and also phenomenal music here. And I'm so excited right now to introduce to you all again the amazing music of Billy Bradley and Heart of Worship. Billy Bradley and Heart of Worship, and the song is titled My Heart to Worship. My Heart to Worship. Check out the song and special acknowledgement and hello to Nikki Smith out of Texas. Thank you for all of your support well everyone the music will close us out stay with us okay have one phenomenal January it is freezing cold in many parts of the US let us know what you think about that okay connect with us on Twitter our handle there again is S.S. Thornton our handle on Twitter is S-S-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N we shall chat very soon stay with us LTA Radio is your award winning family radio talk show we deliver news talk and music Let's Talk America with the host Shana Thornton Radio Show with an entity of Pageant and Commerce Enterprises, LLC. All content original, copyright 2017. For more information, please visit www.ltaradio.com. Here is my heart to worship. Here is my heart.